Well, hello and welcome back to Watch and Waffle with myself, Thomas Thurgood, and my good friend, Joe Levy. And we've got a special guest, mm. Alex. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just brought him here with no free will. <laughs> great friend of the show. Yes, you've been on the channel before and hopefully will be again. But uh, Joe, we're talking about underrated mm. films. Possibly the most subjective topic on the planet. Yeah, so we wanted to go for films that we feel like not enough people have seen. Or, or talk about. Okay, number five. I'm going for About a Boy. Ah, what's mm. that about? A girl. No, it's about so. a boy. Uh, stars Hugh Grant and young Nicholas Holt. I don't think he's aged in the best way hmm. um, because he's quite a sleazy guy. Um, but for the heart of the film, he's a very lonely man who you know, dates lots of women, and then he meets this this boy who's uh, bullied in school and doesn't really have any self-confidence about him. And they go on this sort of strange journey where he doesn't want to be a father figure, um, but the boy doesn't have a father figure, so he doesn't know... He doesn't understand their relationship, but I think it's more of a friend-pal-type relationship. Hmm. And it's really interesting. It's really moving at times, and it's it's incredibly funny and whenever a rom-com is brought up i don't think this is in the conversation enough so i chucked it in my number five respects respect i put first man <laughs> uh, <laughs> now arguably no, this no, was a, a well-rated film in mm. that it was pretty critically acclaimed. acclaimed yeah it did not blow up the box office i mean there was mm. a bit of hype around the fact that damien chazelle had made whiplash and la la land it's was Ryan now doing it a biopic of Neil Armstrong. You'd think that would be a huge film, but it kind of flew under a lot of people's radars. Mm. Like I, I don't think many people I know have actually seen it. I have. I think people were expecting it to be, oh, aren't, weren't the moon landings great? <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> like Apollo 13, you know, let's celebrate this achievement. Mm. And Apollo 13 is obviously a story of, of rescue, but they were hoping, or people were expecting that, that it would be a similar thing for Apollo 11. Mm. But actually it, it wasn't really about the moon landings at all. It was about grief and loneliness. Really? Um, so it's a, it's a weirdly understated, stripped back film about right. the first man on the moon and i found it incredibly powerful oh, wow. uh number four i'm not sure if this is over or underrated or i i don't know i haven't heard anything about this film it's possibly because it's i th it's not old but it's not new matchstick man ah. have you seen it no this is what i mean when i i got shown it by um uh my girlfriend and she has a terrible taste in films. But this, this, um... And she's here today! <laughs> I, I really didn't think this was going to be good. But it's directed by Ridley Scott, features Nicolas Cage and Sam Rockwell, and Hans Zimmer did the score. Of course he did. I when I because the credits like you know in those um, 1990s films and the 2000 films where everything's shown before you watch it. When I was watching, I really like I I was like this is going to be amazing, and it really was. Um, it's the best Nicolas Cage I've ever seen. Uh, he really delivers a magnificent performance. Sam Rockwell, who I think is epic, is fantastic. Mm. Um, it's very different to Ridley Scott's usual films. It doesn't feature a, a ginormous alien. Or, or whatever. It's not. A, mm. It's not that fight scene. 
intensity. It's just a very well built film, and I don't hear it talk talked about at all, really. I went for the double, a Richard Iwadi directed film he's directed two films he did Mm. submarine Mm. and the double which is with jesse eisenberg and i love the aesthetic of it it's kind of how people in the 50s imagined the future so lots of bureaucracy big chunky computers with chunky keyboards Mm. you don't really find out what this organization is doing they're just crunching through loads of data and the premise is that jesse eisenberg's character meets his doppelganger and in in a lot of folklore that mean that's kind of a bad omen it means death if you see your doppelganger it's this kind of a terrifying thing which jordan peele played into in us of mm. course mm. the most terrifying thing in some ways is seeing yourself or a kind of another version of you mm. um so it's a very interesting film. It's, it's darkly comedic it's unexpected i feel like not many people know about it. No, I've never heard about it. Because I've heard about um, the submarine, isn't it? Mm. Um, I haven't seen it. That was filmed at my school. Was it actually? It genuinely was. Wow. They had like the poster up and everything. It was very bizarre. Um, but yeah, I've never seen him as a director. My number three, absolutely fantastic film. Very underrated. Sing Street. Have yes. You- yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. That's really good. Actually, it's actually it's, it? so uplifting. It's very uplifting. It's just a really brilliant underdog story of this Irish kid um, who sees this model and his brother loves music and he wants to impress this model and he makes a band and they end up making really good music and he's it's sort of his defiance and. Um, to his school because he's in a very strict school i can't remember when it's set maybe 70s 80s but it's a really lovely film which is just you know like you said very uplifting the characters are great it's very funny um yeah brilliant isn't it the riddle of the model (laughs) (laughs) my number three is the fountain darren aronofsky have you seen that alex no so (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we bring you on, Alex, for enthusiasm. I'm just balancing. Just, just was, no. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm balancing out. Yeah. It was Maybe your one opportunity. Darren Aronofsky. You'll never see him again. No way. I missed it. So it's just that's how Darren Aronofsky makes me feel. I've never seen any of his films. He's the dude with the weird images. So his films are undeniably <laughs> provocative and divisive. Requiem for a Dream. Oh, right. Mother. I haven't seen that With an yeah. exclamation Mother. mark. Mother. <laughs> Mother. Mother. <laughs> um, so his films are Sorry. weird, disturbing, and very depressing a lot of the time. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> why, why isn't this even more? Unbelievably pretentious. Unbelievably pretentious, mm. that's true. But The Fountain, it stars um, Hugh Jackman and Rachel Hugh Weiss. Jackman? And uh, Rachel Weiss's character is dying. And it's about Hugh Jackman going on this journey to kind of try and find the cure. But it's told across three different eras. It is utterly bizarre. I don't understand it, but it it is an incredibly arresting experience. I kind of like it. Mm. And what I love is on I have the DVD, and on the on the DVD cover, <laughs> one of the reviews they've chosen to put on the DVD cover, it says something like, "This film makes a virtue of its flaws." Which I thought, wow, that's a very interesting... Normally, you just put the five star... If you're going to put a review on the cover, you just put (laughs) positive Just shut up and put five... But I think what that acknowledges about it is 
there are things about this film that would make it annoying mm. from for many people but actually are what part of what makes it compelling you know the fact that it's these three different time spans nothing is really you don't really understand what's going on yes i can understand why mm. that would really turn a lot of people off but the film makes a virtue of those and and is the best annoying film that it could be i think so yeah wow. the fountain my number two is um this film which stars toby jones ah. who is in the detectorists and is for some reason in hunger games i don't he's know in everything he's in everything he most yeah. recently came out in the postman bates tv show uh so this film is called marvelous it's about um a christian ah I genuinely think it's the best Christian film I've seen. It's about this true story uh, who about this man who's got special um, needs, I think learning difficulties, and he has got the most extraordinary life. Um, like, you watch it and you're like, there's no way this is real. Mm. But it genuinely is. He's just a normal guy who... Um, his, his mother is very old and becoming ill. And he works for the circus, and then they leave without him. So he goes in between jobs. He just shows up at university, starts welcoming students, and tells people that he works there. And that's what he does for, like, four months. And then he does something else. And then he goes here. And then he goes to a football club and says, I want to work here. And then the manager gives him a job. It's just, like, turn after turn after turn. You're, you're like, I can't believe what I'm watching. But it's also very tragic. Mm. Um, and it deals so beautifully in the way um, people with special needs are treated because they're because they it features the real guy in the film like it brings in the real people and we'll have the actor who plays them sit next to the real dude and they'll go did that actually happen and he was like yeah and there are moments where he gets made fun of and he sits next to the real guy and he's like didn't that hurt and he was like no, you just keep your head up and keep moving. And it's so it's such an interesting way to do a biopic. It's so mm. refreshing. Um and it's really moving and very funny. That sounds great. I want to it check is. that out now. I, this I, is the fun thing about the fun sharing thing about, underrated yeah, movies. Yeah, I don't think it? I want to watch anything off you. <laughs> no, I I was intrigued by <laughs> I, I don't know why I bother. <laughs> My number two is James Cameron's The Abyss, Shocker. which is a very underseen uh, James Cameron film. Everyone mm. knows about Avatar and Titanic because they're among the highest grossing films of all time. But The Abyss is similar scale in some ways. You know, it's big, high budget, but it, I don't think it was, I don't think it did very well. Uh, it's about this expedition into the, the deep ocean where they get they end up getting stuck on the deep deep ocean mm. and encounter some kind of alien presence which is unexpected normally the aliens come from above but in this film they're met kind of in the, the darkest pit of the ocean mm. and it's it's weirdly moving it doesn't quite work 100 percent of the time but it's yeah. ambitious and i really like it i think more people should see it so my number one again i don't know if this is underrated my parents absolutely love this film have you ever seen babe what like the the, the sheep talking pig, pig. <laughs> babe the sheep pig? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I was like, they. I went back for Christmas and um, they were like, we're gonna watch Babe. We haven't seen it in years. And we're gonna watch it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna watch Babe. <laughs> Literally, it was like that. I was like, do you want to know how I am? Or but they, <laughs> <laughs> they, um, Joe, Joe. <laughs> we got the DVD. We're gonna watch Babe. <laughs> um. And we watched it. It's very nostalgic, so that adds a different 
vibe to a film when you watch it and you've seen it when you were a little kid. It's very dark. It's surprisingly dark because obviously it's a pig who gets separated from his mother at birth. There are moments where you see the other animals and they get slaughtered and there are moments where, you know, the pig's mistreated. And you, like, at the same time, you're laughing because it's a pig, (laughs) but he's so sweet that you, you, like, grow to love this pig. And it deals with really good themes um, with the other animals and family themes and um, the farmer as well. Um, his tragedy and it's got a really amazing ending the music's lovely and um, it's got great one-liners like that's the way things are it's really good in the film <laughs> yeah. not so good in, not so good in real life but it's just no that was great thank you I put it as number one because it really doesn't get talked about as childhood films um it's nowhere to be... I, I don't think we could find it on Netflix or Disney+. Plus. Like, yeah. childhood films are all animated now. Um, or they don't have that same fun and family feel, mm. which deals with dark themes that sometimes go over kids' heads, but also makes it a really good experience for the adults who are watching it um, with their kids. And I think that's completely lost now. Mm. Um, and Babe perfectly balances it. So my number one is the 2007 Danny Boyle film, Sunshine. Oh, you did bring this up. Which I have mentioned before. It's a Mm. sci-fi horror. Yes. But it is absolutely stunning. Mm. Uh, It wasn't served well by the fact that it came out on the hottest day of the year. So people didn't go to the cinema. (laughs) So ironically, Sunshine killed Sunshine. But uh, (laughs) it's just a masterpiece. I mean, sadly, I have recommended it to people and they haven't enjoyed it as much as I have. Mm. So I don't want to overhype it, but... It is just really, really good. It's Killian Murphy. Before he was in Oppenheimer, back Mm. in 2007, he was the main character in this. And it's about, you know, the sun's going out, so a team of scientists has to carry an atomic bomb the size of Manhattan and drop it into the sun to Mm. sort of reignite the future. Which is such a stupid plot. It sounds so (laughs) stupid, doesn't it? And yet you completely believe it while you're watching it which i think is a sign of a a good sci-fi film Mm. and it's it's very theological actually it's about you know mark strong's character is the villain and he's this figure who spent too much time at the the brink of the sun and he kind of turned a bit crazy and he thinks he's the the man who will be alone with god at the end of of the universe because he's directed danny boyle directed um train spot him which i think steals most of the light from anything else he does 28 days later 28 Days Later as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah listen to this cut. So Killian Murphy, Michelle Yeoh, Chris Evans, Benedict Wong, Mark Strong. I mean, it's everyone's in it. <laughs> but it's incredible. So Alex, you've you've sat in on that. Thank you. Thank you. And sorry. Your presence has been much no, appreciated. Sorry for piping up. What do you what do you think about um, any films that you thought aren't underrated? Uh, um, I've forgotten them all. Mm. Oh, so thank that's you. that's all. Great. Cheers. Trap. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do remember. I remember. Like, marvelous. I've heard marvelous yes, things yes, about. Yes, marvelous. I've heard amazing things about, and it's less than ninety minutes. It's really short, which is always to be commended. I think. Yeah, I I loved what you described as the format. I thought that was so cool. It is and lovely, the, and the real subject thought it was very interesting. Mm. Um. I just last night I discovered the existence of The Abyss as a film mm. and I really wanted to watch it and then you brought it up I really want to watch The Abyss that sounds so up my street mm. uh, I love the sound of the double I thought 
Richard Ayade had made Submarine and then just like binned it off. <laughs> Drop the so, mic and was like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Um, About um, my brother. Look, I can sort of do a budget Wes Anderson. <laughs> um, but um, uh, the double, um, the double sounds great. That was was well. I enjoyed the double a lot more than Submarine. I think. Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen I the think. Submarine. Yeah, yeah. Right, and it's your school. That's crazy. Right. Wow. Uh, I, my brother knows someone who auditioned for um, a Richard Iowadi film. It was either Submarine or The Double, and apparently Richard Iowadi is exactly <laughs> <laughs> off screen is exactly as he is on screen. <laughs> well, thanks so much for watching, everyone. Do subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. Mm. We're on all of them, aren't we? <laughs> 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 thanks so much for watching <laughs> thank you very much thank you Thomas